0: Everybody. Welcome to episode 239 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont.
1: I am another host, Paul Robinson.
0: God, I just got stuck with something. That really hurt.
1: She... <sighs> <laughs> no, we're not starting. This is a bad way to start the day. Okay.
0: I mean, it doesn't make you sound very good right if i can't even identify what it was that stuck me
1: but it hurt i guess is the main and where did i stick it you know could have been like in your on today's episode
0: (laughs) we're gonna be talking about things other than that yeah (laughs) you're such an
1: idiot. Yeah. Welcome aboard the Go Gorilla train. Here we are. <laughs> Classy.
0: So um we uh we we decided to watch something just to have something to kind of review just because so many people have been reviewing it and talking about it so we're like, all right, fine, we'll just jump on the jump on the train and then, the you know, follower bandwagon mm-hmm. bandwagon we, if you will. We
1: succumb to peer pressure.
0: Yep. Big old posers, yep. and uh, and we're gonna talk a bit about uh, our next production and and how that's going. So, yes, ma'am. um, what do you want to start with, buddy? Is there anything in the news?
1: Uh, I haven't. I don't know. I don't think so. And James Cameron said <clears throat>
0: anything stupid? No, I think he week? took the week off. He took the week off. Okay. Yeah
1: he he was uh, a little tired. Yeah, he's definitely a little tired, and and uh, you know, there's he's just so tired from making all the money.
0: I was gonna jump onto this Velma bandwagon just because. It's, like, all over the place. But I haven't watched the show, and I have absolutely no desire to watch the show.
1: Yeah, me neither. And no,
0: it isn't because somebody of a different ethnicity is playing it. I could not give less of a shit. I just personally feel like Mindy Kaling has the range of a mop. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen Mindy Kaling not play Mindy She just plays herself and everything. Yeah. And, like, in all fairness she's not the only actor that has made a career out of that. I'm not shooting that down. It's just, if I want to see somebody act like themselves, I just watch an interview, you know, it just just does nothing for me. Um, That's just me personally. I mean, she's got fans and great Mazel Tov, but um, just the things that I've heard is like, I just don't understand taking a show and then changing every aspect of it. And then being completely shocked by the fact that people didn't take to it. It's like, uh, yeah, it, and then, it's like taking the meat out of a steak dinner and being like, what do you mean you don't like it? It's like, yeah. well, I came here for steak <laughs> yeah. and I'm okay with you throwing some different accoutrement on that plate. But if you take the fucking steak off and you give me like, you know, a molded jicama, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to want to eat that. That's not yeah. the same thing. That's not what I came here for. So yeah,
1: it was, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting debate, you know, it's like at that point, just come up. Like, I feel like at that point, they're just using the name to deliver this show exactly the yeah. name is just the the vessel in which this show is being transported to our eye holes
0: it became the jumping point and it was a marketing yeah you know a marketing uh scam basically that's how they get you
1: like if you want to make the show whatever I don't again we haven't seen the shows so we don't know what it's about but in terms of the backlash. It's about
0: Velma. It's yeah. supposed to be the origin story of Velma, except it's not. So yeah. that doesn't... Like, call it Melma.
1: Yeah, and just make it... <laughs> just make it a good show. It should be able to stand on its own without using the name recognition because that's what you're what you're doing. And yeah, I couldn't... I don't... I like when people take existing IP and change it up a bit, you know? Make a, a male character female or vice versa or whatever it is, you know? Like... um I I don't have a problem with that. I, I I a lot of times I like when they do that because it adds a fresh take on it. But but when you are when you are taking a swing so far off of what the character and the story is. Then yeah, there's gonna be a little bit of backlash. We haven't seen it, obviously. We're not like big Scooby people, anyway. I've you know, I've never
0: like, been into. I've never mm-hmm. liked. Scooby. I watched the it the, never... the
1: movies with uh, Sarah Michelle Geller and watched those and, and those, and well, you know, Linda Cardellini was there. I know. You know? I've seen like that's the, that's your Velma right there.
0: I love Linda. Look, first of all, everybody, <laughs> those, I I I have a, a massive girl crush on Linda yeah. Cardellini, um, and so. I, I watch anything that that she's in i've seen bits and pieces of Scooby, but like I've never sat through those movies it's just it didn't interest me yeah. because i've ne- i was never into the cartoon much um so we won't be watching this show the only defense that i will come to I will say this sorry is that uh th- th- you know you is it is it false to say that nobody has an issue with the fact that this character is of a different race no of course you're going to oh, yeah. have but honestly people the percentage were, like, of upset people that she
1: came out as gay
0: Well look the percentage so. of people that dislike the show because of the color of her skin they're irrelevant in the argument of the quality of it if people that actually watched it they're not in the percentage of people sure. that actually disliked the show they're just going to complain those people complain about anything right that's yeah. not th- that's not what the viewers are telling the viewers are telling you this sucked you know, it sucked. You can't Mm -hmm. go by that, like, you know, that that 10% of people that will just, they'll tell you the sky's green because they just want to, right? Mm -hmm. We're not talking about those people. We're talking about the fact that this show... Clearly, uh, from what I've read, was not written well, and I don't think I don't like her writing, so I'm not surprised that doesn't surprise me like Ooh. you know, but the 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 people the the those little ten percenters that are coming out going like, they started the show off with Gore and all this stuff, and I'm like it it's not on Cartoon Network. yeah, it's not for children.
1: Oh there's gore in it.
0: yeah, the oh, opening scene it. had a gory scene and nudity uh-huh. and they're like oh they're supposed to be teenagers blah 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 oh, and it's yeah, like yeah. yeah i mean i understand that but it's also not for children i mean i'm not like the whole like teenager nudity thing is very weird right because yeah I'm not a i fan. don't i'm not a fan of it right you talked
1: about it in the yellow jackets when we're yes, like, this is weird.
0: I, I'm not a fan of that, but here's the Euphoria problem is, is that the 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 line is very blurred because what is legal here is not legal somewhere else and vice versa. So I can't like I can't see the severity of the inappropriate context of a 17-year-old nude, but not an 18-year-old. It's stupid. Like, yeah. there really is no difference. There's no difference between a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old, except for the fact that in specific states, this would be legal and this wouldn't right. be legal. Right. It's just, like, it. it's a very blurred line. It's very subjective. You just kind of have to, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, The gore, like, the, They, I don't know, it was like a murder, but, like, you know how Scooby used to have that, but they were very like PG about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't. And it's like, well, it's on HBO for a reason. Like it's not, this isn't airing on daytime TV for yeah. your children. So like, why would you have your kids watch this anyway on yeah. HBO? I don't understand that. So I will come to that defense. It's like, well, this wasn't intended for children. So that if you're bothered by that, but you're not bothered by what your your kids are playing on their computers and on their video games it's the problem is
1: the green sky people are the loudest of course you know so then that's what gets the and it's the most it's the most um controversial so that's the stuff that gets the headlines not the majority of people that are just like this isn't true to the character i just didn't like it i just you know you you took
0: scooby out and then you made relationships and it's like what what the fuck is going on like what just make a different show yeah but the problem is uh, you know i'm gonna sound like mean but i i don't think that she's capable of coming up with something unique enough so she had to jump off of a pre-existing idea and then pull people in with the nostalgia, which she is not the first person to do that. Lots of people lots of showrunners have done this, right? Where they just don't have enough ideas to actually create something new. So they just jump off of nostalgia.
1: I think there are plenty of ideas out there. It's just that it's 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 the business side of it, you know.
0: There's plenty of ideas, but she doesn't have them is what I'm saying. Like so many other people. But,
1: But I I think in general, like there are lots of filmmakers out there or showrunners or whatever they are you know that are whatever they're doing, um, that w- that could bring plenty of s- unique and creative ideas to the table. But then marketing's like, well, if it's not an existing IP, yeah. then you're going to get sixty percent less viewers or sales or whatever. And then that's it's the business. It, look, it is show business, right? It's not show friends or show oh whatever. And so show that's, acquaintances, show acquaintances. It's not show new ideas. Um, so I don't know. It's mm. it's really it's really frustrating. Because when a show does come out that's unique and original and it does well, everyone's like, oh, my God, this is so good. It's like, yeah, there's there's probably thousands of these things that are pitched every week, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're just like, well, is there a book to it? You know, I don't well, know. that's I mean, really frustrating. You got to trust that the audience... are
0: currently watching a show that everyone's excited about. That's not an original idea. Came off of a game. Like, everything comes off of something else, yeah. you know. I mean... What are you gonna do? Anyway, anyways,
1: are um, oh, we done ranting?
0: Well, I mean, what else is there to say? Oh, yeah. Like, we didn't watch it, I so I can't. Ranting. I can't really tell you like my personal opinion of it. I could. All I could say is that j- just from trailers, I have no interest in seeing this. I'm not yeah. a Scooby person, so I don't care. Um, if you don't like it, don't watch it. I don't, that's 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 the take that's from the this. That's the big thing. Just don't watch it. then. Just don't watch
1: it. <laughs> like, I feel the need to go on the internet and say. I mean, uh, ironic that we.
0: Go ahead, keep
1: the we, rant going. Yeah. I was just ironic you know, it's I, I understand the irony of of us saying if you don't like it, don't watch it and just shut up. But then we watch stuff and there's then we a talk about in it. But there's having a difference an opinion about having a, on. a constructive conversation about what you just watched versus just saying I hate it because she's a
0: no one color said now that no something. one said that you can't have an opinion. It's just does that opinion have to last for six weeks? Yeah. Can't you like just make your point and move on? Like, oh, I didn't like it. Okay great. I, I didn't like the story. I thought the writing was bad. Awesome. Then that's why you didn't like it. So, like yeah. don't watch it and, you know, like I don't know. Um so we are ourselves currently in 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 pre-production. Um That's true. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh I don't know. If it, I'm a little concerned by how easily things are going. Um mm-hmm. That just doesn't ever happen and i i don't like i'm just waiting for some massive fucking boulder uh yeah glass half empty bitches i know i'm sorry but Mm -hmm. uh, in reality it is half empty right yeah it's also half full but it's also half empty so i i i just know that there's a there's a, a a crater that's going to swallow us whole something's gonna happen it's because I, I just don't understand how this is going smoothly
1: yeah it's it's actually kind of funny because we you know we, we got our location we're like oh we'll just use whatever and then we, and then okay yeah we can use it no problem we can even house people it's like all this stuff falls into place and then we go we went there to kind of scout it out or whatever. And uh, then there's a noise. Well, There it is. There's the thing. There's this the big thing. noise. We can't even shoot here. Well, and then the, the homeowner's noise... like, uh, you know, which is my aunt, but the homeowner's like, uh, oh, no, that's the thing outside. You can just turn it off.
0: Yeah. It's well, like, <clears throat> the thing right. is also like it took us way too long to recognize that noise.
1: Yeah. We were like and... walking outside.
0: Well, no. I mean, we were there for a good amount of time. And oh, that, yeah. I was hearing the noise, but then I wouldn't hear the noise. And then I brought the noise to your attention. And you were annoyingly dismissive about it. And you were like, it should be all right. I was like, no, it's not going to be all right. What there's a, a boom I, I wasn't mic so here, much as
1: dismissive as I was just in denial that this wasn't, you well, know what I mean? That was was some massive,
0: that's massive denial then, because (laughs) I was like, how are you not recognizing how loud that is and how annoying that's going to be? And you're like, it's good. It's fine. To be fair, at the time
1: when we were trying to figure out what the noise was, when I went outside, I heard some construction down the road and I was like, oh, it's got to be the construction. But then
0: it was louder in the house than it was. Yeah, that was what
1: was with the weird part. But so I was more like not worried about it because i was like there's no they're not gonna be doing it this the chances of them doing construction still on the weekends in april is going to be pretty low i think and then yeah it would be
0: even more that the chances of that would be even higher because the weather is even nicer so if they're doing if they're doing construction i'm air quoting if they're doing construction in the dead of winter they're definitely going to be doing construction in the spring but your denial ran so deep that you were convinced that shit was happening like Uh, three hundred feet away from us, and I was like, "There's no way this noise is close by." We both, and I then you're like, "No, I thought it was like three
1: hundred yards at least." So I
0: went outside, and I'm like, "No, this is not the noise." drove me crazy, drove me crazy, drove me crazy. Then homeowner comes, and we're like, "What is that noise?" And they're like, "Oh, it's the uh, the split uh, the the split AC AC unit. It's just the 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 fan. The unit's outside." I was like. Oh, we can shut shut that off, right? They're like, yeah. I was like, okay. And suddenly it's like, okay, we could maybe do this now. Thank goodness. But um, I don't know why. It's like we, like, our memory just ceases to exist anytime we scout a location out. We get so excited about the physical aesthetics of something that we always forget about noise. Until close to the time, if we happen to go again and then we notice it, or the day of that, we're like, oh shit. Yeah. What are we going to do about that? Um, And the same thing happened. We just, I got so sidelined by like, this is perfect. This room is perfect. They, They go right into each other. This is exactly what we wanted. And then I wasn't, and then I was like, there it is. It's the noise. But okay. So that's now. You know, we we figured out right. the culprit and, and we're all that. we're huge of because fine. we're huge,
1: like like anti ADR people. So noise levels are important.
0: Do you know how ridiculous this argument would sound in ADR with emotions and stuff yeah, like yeah. that in that scene? Like it well, just will not, the it will with not the, sound with right.
1: ADR It's not so much the lip syncing, although that is a problem. It's the emotionality of the scene. You cannot re- recreate that in a no. booth usually. No. I'm sure there's been plenty of times that we've watched stuff and it's been ADR and we had no idea you know um I'm sure those people had
0: a lot of money to make to that them. sound as good as possible but yeah. we don't so we have to get the best sound that we can possibly get mm-hmm. on set and we try not you know you things happen and you have to deal with things in post but that's always our absolute last 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 uh um <clears throat> option you know yeah. we never want to just rely on like oh we'll just fix that um anyway so we got that figured out and so that was good and we're able to have people stay at the location which is good um and then our our cast we're working with uh Kat Lindsay and uh Petra Dennison that we worked with on A Vital Sign we're also going to be working with another actor Chris Gillespie who's local to us mm-hmm. um I think this is our like if for it's been a while since we've worked with somebody local because we don't really know a lot of the actors here and a lot of the actors are stage actors he is as well but um that's okay like you know we're gonna do some rehearsals and just work around stuff if there is anything but um so that fell that fell into place and then uh i was like okay you're gonna need like one of the, Two of the most frustrating things that have come from us, I guess, upgrading on set has been, actually, I'll say three, three of the main things. One is uh, audio, right? Like mm-hmm. we can't just, it can't just be some like random boom mic that you pull out of a, you know, bag somewhere. Like we really need to have like mixers and labs and it we really have to, you know, we can't just go back to like point a boom at it and we'll figure right. it out later. Um, and so that, that's gotten pricey. Luckily we have, uh, Bassam who's, uh, cat's husband and, um, he's also into film and stuff like that. He's a writer as well. So he's willing to help us on set. So that's going to be good. And that's going to help us a lot financially. Uh, the second is focus puller. Mm-hmm. Um, you've always been the focus puller with the yep. exception of vital sign. You've always been the focus puller because we couldn't afford to have one. And the amount of time that is saved by having somebody pull focus for you so that you're uh, there's already a hundred things that you're having to make sure to do as a cinematographer. It's just one more thing to do. Yeah. And it's a major thing to do. And it's something that often costs us a lot of time. yeah. Because you're going back and watching a playback and it's like all this shit's out of focus. Yeah. <laughs> but it well, looked in focus. Right.
1: But well, for us, it's, we're not and we will with this film but one of the things that we tend to kind of like we lend our filmmaking style is very much we want the scene to be organic as organic as possible Mm -hmm. let the actors kind of go where they need to go where they feel they need to go and i you know i like to just capture that and let that if if it's a technical thing for they can't go over there for one reason or another then then that will be you know that would be kind of noted to the actor. Like, don't put your hand over here. Maybe there's an effect in the shot or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most, and that's kind of what gets us in a lot of trouble is that, you know, we don't stage, we don't block a lot. You know, we just let the actors do this. And I think for this one, we're probably going to do a bit more blocking. You yeah. know, we never have, we do, you know, we have markers for actors where they need to stop or, you know, that sort of thing. But for the most part, We don't, but I think for this one, it's going to be, we're probably going to try to be a little bit more um, stringent with that and try to get, try to like have all of that stuff worked out in a rehearsal thing. I know we're not big on rehearsal. We don't, we feel like over-rehearsing is, you know, can kind of kill a scene. Um, There needs to be a lot of spontaneity and a lot of kind of organic growth within a scene, but at the same time, we need to really make sure that we're blocking properly because that's going to save us a ton of time i mean how many god like every shot there's probably three or four shots alone that are just a technical issue with focusing Mm -hmm. or or you know composition because i you know we don't know what's happening you know so that's always been like um famous
0: words on set are always that's perfect rolling and action sorry sorry yeah. rolling and sorry wait <laughs> so it's like yeah. well the thing uh, is is that because I, and it, and it's usually 9 out of 10 times it's a focus issue mm-hmm. and so it's just like yeah this is this is going to take so long and then also you know as actors uh, and i'm i'm also in it so it's like i i have to respect the fact that there's boundaries i can't just go flying out of frame because you know you're not going to have time to catch that there's a reason why we have those markers there but when you have a focus puller you know two heads are better than one in that mm-hmm. moment there right so for you to have to cock over to the right where you didn't think you were going to have to go plus pull focus, it's impossible. There's no mm-hmm. way both of those things are going to happen. Either you're going to miss the shot or you're going to miss the focus. But if you have somebody else that's pulling focus, you can both together probably catch a moment that's yeah. not too egregious, right? And you yep. move to the right and it's like, whoop! And then they, they pull the focus. And look, we've seen it many times even in, you know, high-budgeted high films where you see the focus is a little soft for a second and then they get it. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's not perfect right yeah. you're gonna have moments where focus might be off for a second or two yeah before you have it but with us when when you're especially when you're you know as the DP the monitors on on the cameras are so small a lot of times with with our budget mm-hmm. that y- you can't tell it's out of focus we went through this yeah. with your uh um, your super rare commercial, of, uh, shooting on like a DSLR type yeah. camera. I could not. Say, I mean, we both thought that looked in focus, mm-hmm. and we could not tell until, <laughs> when you were editing, yeah. and we we're like, "This is horrific." Yeah. Um. So I.
1: But now we have a nice big monitor that someone's pulling focus. Yeah. So and we have. Um, should make it a lot, a lot easier.
0: Uh, we have a focus puller. Um, Emma is going to be pulling. Yeah and uh emma jones Jones, we've had on the show um and um so we were like you know she's a friend of ours so i just like messaged her and i was just like hey um so here's the budget and uh like because she's she's um, more of a director i believe right Mm -hmm.
1: she's a filmmaker in her own right yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah so i and not everybody is forced to learn how to do everything so I wasn't sure if she was comfortable pulling focus at first you know so I was like let me ask first if she's comfortable with it and uh, she was like yeah yeah I'm like I'm, I'm cool with that and I was like well I'll run the budget past you what I think we're gonna be able to afford in terms of what we could potentially realistically raise and she was like yeah no that's fair enough and um she was like yeah okay cool I'm in and I was like, that was just too easy because we don't have anyone else. Like we yeah. don't know anyone else that pulls focus. It would have to be like a friend of a friend of a friend and that person's probably going to charge us way more. Yeah. Um, and they definitely won't be local. So there's that. And um, so it's like that. And and where that becomes important, right? Where you'd be like, well, what does it matter? Because Emma lives, she lives in, in, in the city. So um, it's not like she's local. But the thing is we know her. And she's actually going to be meeting up with our other friends from the shoot, ironically, in like two weeks. So it's not you don't have strangers. So it's like I can't ask people that potentially don't know each other to stay in a house together. You know what I mean? So it was just like, ugh. and then um, we're probably going to be utilizing one of our spare rooms. So Emma will probably come back with us uh, because we're not staying at the location. um, But other three people are. Um, But if we don't know somebody, right, like if I don't know this focus puller, they're not going to want to stay in our house. Yeah, right. You know, and I don't know that I want them to stay in my house. But if it's Emma, it's like, oh yeah, you could just stay with <laughs> us, like it's no big deal. But if somebody's friend of a friend, right now now that's an added cost. Now I have to find an Airbnb, because there's no hotels here and the ones that exist here you don't want to stay in. Yeah. Um, I have to find an Airbnb that's probably gonna run, especially here because it's closer to the city. So people love to just upcharge because you get people that come up for the weekend. Mm-hmm. It costs us at least two hundred dollars a night to get somebody. To stay here that we don't know so I was like how is this how is this all falling to the falling into place I don't know then are the, the uh, Chris Gillespie's part he was an actor that I had actually um, auditioned when um, I had uh, directed a play it was between him and the actor that I went with and uh, they were like head to head like I, I liked them both and so I was like I remember liking this guy And he has like this really like detective-y look. Mm -hmm. Um, I reached out to a mutual friend. They reached out to him, gave him my number. He was like, okay. I was like, hey, can you just, I'm going to send you the sides. Can you just send me a little video? And he did. And I was like, do you want the part? And he was like, I'll take it. Done. Cast. (laughs) Like this, I'm frightened, right? Because at this point, I'm just like too many things are falling into place. Um, The major issue, I still have to find a PA. Uh, but the major issue. If anyone's interested, <laughs> <laughs> that's local. Um, the 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 big thing that I was worried about was so uh, I'm not actually not going to go into detail and name names because we're still not a hundred percent. Once the contract is signed, then we'll start dropping names. But yeah. there was a musician that I had found, um, and there was a very specific song of that. I mean, I I listen to all of their songs, but um, I have all their albums, but. There was one song in particular that I was just listening to on a loop and, and that song actually inspired this version of the film because I wrote I was writing this script for God several months. Not writing it, but like when I say writing, I mean like actively writing in my brain. Right? Cause I'll write the script out like in my head. I go through all the acts and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. And then I write it. I don't just like sit and go. Right. And I kept changing... like it just wasn't clicking. It wasn't clicking. So the first version like I couldn't even get it onto onto paper, so to speak. I couldn't get it onto onto laptop. Mm-hmm. It it didn't even make it that far. Like I had this whole thing in my head and I was just like, why is this not translating? Like so I changed it and I changed the location of it. And then I actually started writing that. And I got like halfway into it and I was like, something doesn't feel right. And then I went back and changed a bunch of stuff and it still didn't feel right. And then I changed more stuff. And then I was like, this is not work. Like, how many times am I going to revise this before I admit to myself that this is not working? Like, this is Mm -hmm. not how the story was meant to exist. so cliche, I know. This isn't how it was meant to be, you know. But it's, I don't know, without sounding super pretentious and corny, I mean, there's just a certain, there's a certain, um, I don't know, how do you, how would you word that?
1: It's like just like a feeling that yeah,
0: but there's there's d- definitely something more eloquent that I could use in place of that. But it, it's you know an aura of sense that it doesn't. The pieces don't quite fit. Okay, I'm I'm a big puzzle nerd. Yeah. I love puzzles. Yeah, like thousand piece puzzles, even bigger. I'm like your I,
1: greatest I, puzzle.
0: God, you are the jigsaw <laughs> that never ends. Um, and anybody out there who who's into puzzling, if you will a puzzler Um, A puzzler. do i have fellow puzzlers out there shout out where my puzzlers at um we've all had that piece that you're like no that fits like you look at it and it slides in you're like that fits but it makes no sense Mm -hmm. if you're looking at the picture yeah there's no way that could be the right piece because i'm looking at the picture that came with it like well you know they send you the little poster of it and you're like no that design or that color is not and that's why does this fit and it's just, it's off by a hair, so much so that you can't tell. And so that's how it is. It's like, it's like, it's, it feels like, oh, yeah, first, second, third act. That's what I was thinking, right? The story's still there, all that. But something's not right. It's Something's just not right. And so I scrapped the whole, I was just like, I don't even know what to do now. I actually kind of gave up. I was like, maybe this isn't, this is, uh you know, the universe is telling me that the story's not, meant to to mm-hmm. be at mm-hmm. least not now and you i'll know, shelve and it
1: i will say it's tricky for me because you will you know we you generally will bring the, the story to my you know say hey this is the story is what mm-hmm. i'm thinking sometimes you don't but sometimes you do and then it's tough for me because if i get excited about something that you're writing or thinking about writing or whatever it's tough for me to commit to that excitement because I don't know if that's what we're going to end up filming. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you don't seem excited. I'm like, I am. I just want to see where this is going to go. Like I, before (laughs) I get too invested in this, I want to make sure it's not going to change. And uh, so for us, a lot of times that comes off as like me not being interested, but I'm just waiting to see what the actual, cause I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, uh, impede on that progress, wherever it's going to go. I don't want to change your mind saying if it's a, logistical thing, then yes, you know, I'll say we can't Paul's shoot that Paul's finding a
0: very nice nice way of saying you're flighty as shit when it comes to committing to a story.
1: No, I So I you don't...
0: write stories and then you're all about it and then you're just <laughs> like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. And then I have to pretend that i'm excited all over again a month later when you present yeah. me another script that's like i want to date nice this
1: concept day. if this concept is just going to break my heart I'm saying that you know yeah. um, which is fun but i don't but i don't think it's a flighty thing i think i just want to allow that story to kind of naturally go where it's going to go even if it changes completely you know. Well, it
0: didn't change completely, but it changed of, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, the, well, no, the, I'm saying
1: even if, I, but, you know, I don't want to, like, my excitement and reaction can often, I don't want that to color wor- your process at all. You know, whether it's right, over-excitement or under-excitement. where that's so it's difficult, difficult because
0: if you go, I love this. Maybe I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm just in my head about it. It's actually good. But if you just give me no reaction which is your reaction whether you're you know opening a birthday present or uh
1: that's true i don't really do excitement for some reason i i,
0: I couldn't i i think you would base jump with zero expression um yeah, i
1: would have plenty of expression if i was base jumping
0: no because you'd be passed out so you would yeah, have no true. expression um it doesn't matter if you are like opening the most amazing gift or whether you're eating a bowl of soup, it's the same face. You give me the same face, so I'm always like, "Oh, he's not into it." And so then, if there's a part of me that's just in my head, I won't know that because I'm gonna scrap it because I get no reaction from you. Sure. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's tricky.
0: It is tricky. Anyway, so the the underline the underline that's tricky.
1: Tricky. Sorry.
0: Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, um, uh, it's it's a little bit difficult to um figure those things out. But anyway, that this this the basis for the the story is the same. It was just the execution is very different. I added another character to it, um, and uh, changed the whole location, everything. I added two characters actually, and um, so. When this scene, when when this final concept came about, it was because I was listening to this specific song. I was listening to this song, and I thought of a scene. And I actually hadn't even connected it to this story yet. I just said, "Wouldn't this song, especially this part of the song, because the song starts out really slow and Mm. then it picks up?" And I said, "It would be so cool." I'm not going to say it because I do put it in the film for a group of people to be doing X, Y, and Z when this song comes out. Like, doesn't this song have such a feel for that? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, sure. Um, You gave me... <laughs> <laughs>
1: a bit of an exaggeration. That's how Paulie I acts. I really, I dig the song a lot.
0: He said, hmm. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. I, I know, I know, I know, right? Because you're so excited. Like, I'm excited. And you're like, that's very exciting. So... <laughs> You're making it sound I like a had, robot. Yeah. <laughs> so I had that scene in mind. And it was like, I didn't, you know, because sometimes what happens, right, is like you have this cool concept and then you try to force feed it onto something else because you just want to film that scene. And I was like, I don't want to do that. But it just fell in so, like it fell into the whole ambiance of it and i was like oh my god that's the end because i couldn't figure out the end when i was thinking of this new i was like what's the how does this end and i was like that's the ending that's the perfect ending and the lyrics in it were this is this story is quasi autobiographical Mm -hmm. very much uh redacted but there is a very uh dramatic underlying truth to it and so I was like listening to the song, and I'm like, "This is just—it fits so well." And I said, "Never in a million years, like even thinking to pursue it." I was like, "God, it would be cool to have this song for the scene like that." Seeing as I I sat down and listened to that song on a loop, on a loop with the other albums, it just it became the theme song for it. Yeah, I was like, so "I'm going to reach
1: be... out." It's Just to jump back to your other points, like there's based on and inspired by a true story. So this is more inspired by a true story than based on a true
0: story. Well, some of the, well, yes and no, because the, the emotions of the characters are based on truth. Yeah. Their, their, their feelings on the matter are based on truth. That is a true feeling. Right? Like sometimes people will be like, Oh, this is inspired, but this isn't actually how I felt. It's like, No, this is actually how I felt. Yeah. That's based on fact. The details of, of the drama in this are inspired. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit of both. Um, and uh, so I reached out to to the artist via email and I didn't hear back right away. And I was like, I oh, don't know. Never mind. <laughs> like, that's not whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to be annoying this one time. Because usually I just let that lie. I don't like to kind of poke the bear, you know. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, just been really busy. And it was around the holidays, to be fair. And uh, they were like, can you talk? I think it was on the first Mm -hmm. of New Year's Day. And I was like, cool. Or maybe it was the day after. Yeah, I think it was the second. And uh, I had a phone conversation with them. Went over the details, and you know they were asking a lot of questions that uh, I didn't really have great answers to. Right, because uh, it was like, look, we don't. We've had people take pity on us, composers mm-hmm. take pity on us, and just make music for us or give us music. You know, so I, I I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we have a method for how we would handle the legalities of this. You know, I yeah. don't know. Um, And I said, this is what we can offer you, which is not very much, but this is what we can budget out to give you and, uh, you know, totally get if that is not good enough. And uh, they were like, all right, let me talk to my partner about it. And uh, there's a music partner as well. And then I didn't hear back. And then everything started falling into place. Like we we were going to film closer to like maybe the end of May potentially early June and now this it went up to April so I was the end of April so I was like oh shit I like not to be annoying but I kind of have to have an answer because if it's no like that's fine but I have to find an artist yeah um and we do know another musician that was like I'll totally do it if you can't get the song and so I kind of gave up on it I messaged him I was like look you know sorry to be annoying but like we just kind of have to know and then they messaged me back yesterday like let's do it and I was like what and they're like that's write up a contract and so now we're like what do we put in the contract? We never had to do this before. So we're going to be.
1: Well, we know it should be in there. We just never written one. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, and look, this is not financial advice. I'm not a lawyer. Don't, this means nothing, but you know, they just want to know that if a, if the film was going to be financially successful, that they're, Written sure, into yeah. a cut of that, it won't be though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but they, you know, they want that security right. and I, and yeah, that, that they're getting paid, and then that you're adhering to whatever rights are set forth, right? Where it's like we're using it for film fest and YouTube and right. Vimeo or you know online, right. whatever. We're not
0: paying for the song to yeah. have it; we're just paying for the right to use it yeah. in this context. And that's right. and it's, and you have to stay within they, those confines.
1: They, they obviously keep all the rights and everything. We just have the right to use it for film fest for and YouTube. this
0: project. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna send that out um until that comes back to us signed or agreed upon or whatever i don't want to give out details because anything can happen um but i'm just surprised we even got this far honestly i was like there's no way they're going to agree to this uh so if, if this does happen it'll be really really cool that that this was the song that inspired it we actually did get to use it mm-hmm. we'll keep you uh we'll keep you abreast if you will yeah um, on on if the boulder hits or what happens or if they come when back the, and they're the like you know drops, what forget we'll it <laughs> we don't, be, It'll be we don't want to be episode
1: whatever the shoe drops
0: the shoes dropped the other shoe has dropped other shoes dropped and it's over and we're gonna cry yeah. Um, so that that's that's been our experience so far and now we're just having to get into the details of everything crowdfunding getting a video together are we doing a video or like you know are we yeah. in the video like what do we do how do you market that. Um, it's my least favorite part. I absolutely hate crowdfunding um, yeah. but it, it's got to be done um, because uh, you know we' that'd be a lot of money out of pocket.'d it be kind of you know it sucks, you know if you yeah. gotta do it you gotta do it, but it try to avoid it if you can anyway that that has been our journey. We will uh, keep you posted. and uh, so we decided uh, to you know follow follow the uh, the crowd yep. And review the menu. Everybody's been talking about the menu. Did you see the menu? Did you... I'm like, all right. Now I intended to see this movie anyway. It was on. My... I saw the trailer a couple months back, and I was like, that looks interesting. And uh, I think I saw like the initial trailer. I didn't watch after. I was like, I don't want to know anything. Yeah. So I. I don't know if I saw certainly. This. I, I saw... may not
1: have. I know I've seen bits because I remember the clapped scene and. Yeah. But I don't remember much else. I think I I watched the teaser to it. Yeah, maybe I saw that.
0: And I didn't, if there was a trailer after that, I don't know. Because I did not want to be influenced in any way. Clearly, this was not going to end well.
1: Yeah. Like, you knew that. I I, I, When I told you when we had said when we started watching it, I kept getting this confused with The Invitation. Mm -hmm. And I thought this was about them going to a fancy place and it turns out they're eating people and then they're the people that, you know, they'll be the next meal for the next people. That's what I thought for some reason that that was what I popped in my head, but that wasn't the, the, the the story. No.
0: Um, at least not that we know. Maybe there's just like this really undergoing. no, if you read it the right way. Um, so I, you know, I I knew some funky shit was going to go on, but I just didn't want to know what. So, Mm -hmm. um, this, uh, this is, um, Mark Mylod, I want to say, okay. director. Yeah, um, Seth Reese, I want to say it, and Will Tracy uh, were the writers of starring. Our... Now, do we say Rafe or Ralph? I don't know. I've heard it both ways. I've always thought I go
1: by Mister Fines. Usually,
0: <laughs> I always thought it was Rafe. yeah
1: that's what i thought too but
0: someone you know some people say ralph because it's pronounced that way who the hell knows i i always thought it was reef um anna taylor joy nicholas holt hong chow janet mcteer um john leguizamo who i love a whole bunch of people in this judith light who i was like is that judith light like because i said to him is that angela um yeah so uh, the uh, clearly spoilers. We're gonna we're gonna review things. So you know you follow these group of you know pretentious twats that are are going to this fancy fancy tasting, if you will, almost more so because you know the plates are the size of fingernails. So I mean, are you really full after something like that? And um, there's the 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 unsuspecting character, Anna Taylor Joy's character, who's just like the sore thumb, you know, and uh, what like what's going on she's here to kind of ruin the moon and then she also doesn't fit in and yeah. uh and uh you know Rafe is this crazy uh, overly dramatic expressive head chef and you know um I mean I guess I always question people's survival skills maybe not so much uh holt's character because clearly he was in on it and knew what was going on but like the other people like once i would have stepped up to uh um jesus christ uh hong Chao's character yeah i would have been like no this is off like why are you so robotic yeah you know it would have been like that i'm not i'm not doing this (laughs) I guess I always question people's survival skills, their instincts at at that point. Um, I don't think I would have even made it as far as the restaurant. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, um, I'm curious to know what you thought about it and what your take of was it. Because Um, because I'm the I hate the term, but I'm the foodie in the relationship, right?
1: I think the the the, the, uh, food aspect of it was kind of secondary to the to the main plot of it it could have been anything right it wasn't essential that it was food i suppose i think it is yeah um but i don't like it could have been
0: what else would it have been
1: i don't know but just something yeah it's something to get people together the idea of this artist who feels poisoned by this place that he's in um and how he's got to this point you know and he's kind of had it and he wants to just what do you mean by place? Everything. You know, like mentally and emotionally and, uh, and uh-huh. a place with his art. Like he can, all, he's gotten to a point where he has to charge so much and be this exclusive and he kind of like hates it, you know, which right. is the kind of the point. So when Anya Taylor, Joy's character, gets the burger and that you can see him cooking the burger and he's actually smiling a little bit. He's not like happy, but, you know, that is reminiscent to him of how he started and stuff. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like why he let her go, I guess, or whatever. But... I don't know it was like it was okay. <laughs> you know like it was
0: Intr- review is over. Thank you joining. There was a lot of good things week.
1: about it, you know. Uh Hong Chao, you know, I'm a big fan of hers. Um uh you know, I like John Leguizamo and 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 Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holton and Mr. Fine's all did really well in you know in terms of like what the, you know what they're asked to do and all that stuff lighting was was pretty good but I don't know like it just I don't know maybe I'm not in the world enough to to, to get it or whatever but it just seemed like I don't know it just didn't it wasn't bad I can't say like all oh, this is bad because x y and z but they just the tone of it was just like it was good but it wasn't amazing. Mm. You know, that was,
0: yeah, I wouldn't say that it was an amazing movie. I don't, I don't think that I would watch it again. Yeah. You know, um,
1: but, uh, I'm glad it was made obviously. And, and I enjoyed watching it, you know, because I wanted to see what was going to happen. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's always that thing of like, um, people's survival skills and what they would actually do in these situations. And, and, you know, uh,
0: like, once the finger came off, how did we think that was staged? Yeah. Like or the, guy,
1: the suicide. The suicide thing. <laughs> um, I feel like you can tell, you know, if that was real or not, especially if you're, like, 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It was just, like, I like the idea of the film and, and the message of it, of this artist and, you know, uh, uh fighting back against the pretentious world that he now finds himself in, that he almost like craved at one point. I think that's an interesting kind of thing. But I don't know. Maybe it was just that it was too short and I didn't have enough time to live in the world of the chef and and, and that, that sort of thing. it
0: wasn't – I think that um... –
1: Because I did I, – the, the idea of the film resonated with me and the the the, 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 the tone of it I certainly mm-hmm. liked. But I think maybe it was just too short for me to really – like they want you to like. I almost felt not an empathy for the chef because he's crazy, obviously, but for that idea, and I feel like there well, wasn't enough time. you were supposed time. to. The yeah. idea
0: was that these they, that they they weren't good people, yeah. Right. So you're you're not like really. I mean, except like, why did the wife? Why would the wife have to go down? Like she didn't do anything wrong. I guess you know what I yeah. mean. She was just kind of like a bystander there for for her husband's infidelities or whatever. And, unless I missed something.
1: There was the um, or the or John Leguizamo's girlfriend. I mean, they stole well, from each other. Well, she was
0: stealing from him, so he, he still he, wasn't a great person. But I mean, yeah. was he really a horrible person? Yeah, did even? He deserve,
1: Like even the actor, like just because he saw him in a movie and he didn't like him, like, he just felt he needed to die. Yeah, or whatever. I mean, yeah, and that the, didn't have anything to do with.
0: The the only person that I understood um, were the fu- like I thought it should have the been a room of food foodies, critics. Yeah. I don't think anybody else should have been there, and it should have been a room of food critics. Although the like the the table of douchebags, they're like the exact type- Well, first of all, they you know it's the financing of it, right, and the connection yeah. of it, but. I think it's also supposed to represent the type of people that would complain about a meal, that would and send a meal back, you know. So he was just kind of targeting everybody. But I think like that should have been the thing, right? Like if those three guys had been at the restaurant or been at a restaurant that he worked at, right, and just had been immense douches, right, and had just like shit on the food and made, dude, they were just. Then I'd be like, yeah, I get why they're in the room with the food critics, but it should have been food critics, as opposed to just like why is this guy's infidelity, what does this guy's infidelity yeah. really have to do with...
1: That was the thing. You know yeah. what
0: I mean? So, like, uh, there was that. I think that there is a, a, a decent percentage of this that is just never going to resonate with somebody who's not been in the business. And I certainly do not have experience with, like, fine, fine, fine dining. I don't. I've worked in, like, very nice restaurants, but not, like, immensely pretentious restaurants like that, you know? Yeah. We're... You know you're you're given thimble food as I refer to it. I've yeah. not worked in thimble sized food restaurants, but I've worked in some pretentious restaurants, so I get it. I one hundred percent get wanting to strangle most of your patrons because of the you know uh, the attitude that they that they bring with them this, this uh, air of hierarchy and, and I get all that. Yeah. The food critic to me made like yeah, of course, because yeah. these people can take you down, right and, yep. and that's their job and they don't care and they won't think about they won't yep. think twice about it. Um, but the re- you know yeah, so, so I think that like part of it was very much scripted for people in the business. So there was just something there for yeah. us that, like, I don't think if you have not been in that or you're not into it, you won't appreciate it, I guess. But yeah. even even with that, there were some things that didn't make sense to me. I thought it would have made more sense. Like The, the biggest thing for me was how he got that many people to be loyal to him. That made no sense to me. That's a lot of people, Had yeah. it been him as a family business if it was him and say like him and his wife or him and his partner or something like that, that their business was being taken down, right? they took this personally. They have nothing else to live for. Let's say, you know what I mean? They don't care. And so like also I don't know how you're going to drop that many meals with just two people. So that would be difficult. It's not impossible though. You just have to make people wait. I don't know, you know? Um, But that would have made more sense if it was like this, a partnership, That was like, we're going to take these fucking people down. Right? Like, we don't give a shit anymore. We don't care about this business. We've just been drained by it. And we're just going to take all these people down. I thought that would have been better. But the fact that he, I don't even, I didn't count. He had 10, 10, 12 people. Yeah,
1: yeah, something like that.
0: Just loyal as all get out.
1: Literally willing to die for it. Literally
0: willing to die for it. I didn't see that. And they were young. So it was just like. I don't. You haven't had enough time in this business to be that jaded by it. Yeah. To be loyal. The loyalty I was my biggest issue with it. Yeah. And I'm sure people are like you, confusing it. I'm sure somebody's going to be like, no, they they made the burger out of like Nicholas Holt's body. Like I don't. I really don't understand how they would have had time to have butchered and ground down. <laughs> Nicholas Holt's body, or yeah. whatever. You know, I, I think it it just, I guess it was kind of like, um, it felt like a cheap trick. Oh, there's a well, picture of him flipping a burger. And yeah. she's like, but ding. And then the light goes off and she's like, make me a burger. And yeah. that's how she survived. It was like, eh, yeah. I don't know why. Well, it, that's it the thing. I think
1: that's the thing, like too, is that cheating. It, it it was a very, Typical movie disguised as an indie film, yeah. You know, whereas an indie film would have a much more sinister,
0: one hundred percent. There would have been on. bodies in that food, yeah.
1: But because you know, they're like, well, we have to have a survivor, and you know, yeah, we did kill all these other people, but this person that wasn't supposed to be the there, protagonist didn't. has to live, yeah. And so I feel like that's that might have been what it was for me. But again, like I'm not throwing shade at the film. I think it was a well made film, and I think um, you know we don't know the. Ins and outs of the story and how truthful it is to what the person who wrote it actually wanted, and if the studio got involved and all that nonsense. But I think for me, that's probably what it was. Was um, it didn't? It felt very much like a traditional film. Oh, I like had
0: I had another issue. Sorry. Um, also, there was like a, a there was a strange Midsummer thing vibe going on in that last scene. I that I'm I, it has to be it had to be intentional. It almost felt like a bit of a steal, slightly. You didn't see Midsummer, so Did you can't not. say, but uh, it, it, it definitely gave me that vibe 100, 100 gave me that vibe. That the the last scene in Midsomer, yeah. it's um, when uh,
1: it's when uh, Florence Pugh is sitting on a car eating a burger while the whole yes, whole uh, camp burns she's down. She's having
0: a ritual burger, yeah. Um, that whole thing just felt slightly stolen for me, but. I didn't understand like why they were suddenly like they were in on it. They were fine with it. Yeah. When did that happen? Like, how do you go from how do you five not go seconds down before swinging? screaming, yeah. thinking that this, you know, this guy who's actually part of the show is going to be there to save you. And then all of a sudden you're just like, Fine. Yeah. You're fine with where this is heading, and you're encouraging it, and you're grateful for the experience. It's like that doesn't make any freaking sense. I yeah. didn't understand that at all. I didn't understand how, yeah.
1: like you know, that worked. Yeah, there was no real solid survival skills because, look, there probably I probably would have died for sure there, but there's no way I'm going to die sitting in a chair, burn, you know what I mean? They're going to have to kill me because I'm fighting them.
0: Well, you know I, I, mean? I, I, I like, think uh, like so. Especially
1: when they're like, you have like 30 seconds and we're going to chase you 40, down. You have
0: 45 seconds, but here's the thing. He actually makes a comment about that. So that is actually, that is explained. Um, Cause he even says you really didn't fight. Yeah. There's, there's however many of you could have absolutely taken us, yeah. absolutely taken us. So it was, it was sort of like this, um,
1: Especially him. You know, nobody ever attacked the chef at all.
0: No, but that's, that's, that's what I didn't understand. Uh, you know, like why they were suddenly like complacent. Yeah. At, at the very end, they were suddenly like they were fighting for their lives and then suddenly became complacent when he turned them into s'mores. I don't understand. Yeah. Um. But there, I think that there's absolutely a message there in the fact that they really didn't fight it. They, didn't, they really didn't try hard to fight it. I don't think that that was bad writing. That was intentional. Um, he does mention that. He does mention that, you know, this is kind of on them, you know, yeah. for for not for just being so lax. I mean, even when the, they gave the guys the, the the head start. So you have you have if the men, if the men who are going to be the strongest physically, you have them out running after the other guys. Why did the women just go back inside? Yeah. I would have been like, wait, there's way less of them now if we all band together. Yeah. Like, there's a kitchen right there. There's knives everywhere. There's pots and pans. Like we can we can fight them. Yeah. But they didn't do anything. So there was definitely that message. But I just found it kind of like, um
1: But I still feel like they're like, well, nobody's fighting back. Well, like, let's just make him say something about it. It's still I don't think it speaks to the what somebody would actually do. And especially like the bros and John Leguizamo's character, like you know the idea of someone being all bark and no bite with the bros is, you know, interesting, I suppose. But I don't know. I think there comes a point when you're gonna like fight back, and I just didn't. You would think so. I didn't yeah. believe that. Like maybe the uh, the old couple and and the uh, the critic. I can see them just being like, "Fuck, what can we do?" We're you know we're out muscled because these are strong people here, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. It just didn't seem.
0: I thought it was kind of bizarre that. Somebody or like
1: Anya Taylor Joy was in the, in the kitchen when she killed Hong Chao's character. Grab all the fucking weapons and come back and give everybody knives yeah. and be like, "Let's go." Yeah, that's what I would have done. Um, Fuck, I...
0: <laughs> man. I thought it was a little, um, a little lazy. In there again, I found the burger thing to be very lazy. But what I found lazy lazy in in conjunction to that for me was that. I don't believe that somebody as detailed and cunning as Rafe's character would have been so easily duped by a burger request. Yeah. Like there's no way that that guy would have been taken down by a burger request.
1: Yeah. It was yeah. this
0: way too much detail in this. Like way- you made a whole menu surrounded around this mass death. Yeah. And suicide. And then like she asked for a burger and that's somehow like that was his kryptonite. You yeah. know, it just seemed uh, it seemed kind of like hokey, I guess. Yeah. Um, having said that, I still thought it was well performed. Like it was an if it was yeah. an interesting concept. I just think that, yeah, the way you explain it was it was like a, a it's like a high budget movie disguised as an indie
1: you can you can envision the the indie film version of this mm-hmm. like because the whole time i, I was like oh, okay we're getting something like this is gonna be i was almost wishing it was more pretentious you know <laughs> like yeah you know like um where it was you know something interesting because when they brought out the uh the tacos and everybody's kind of
0: uh, laser printed uh... yeah they
1: had the laser print on the thing of everybody's kind of I don't know, like, the thing that he kind of hated about them or whatever. You know, that's interesting. And I thought that could have been utilized more, Mm -hmm. you know, in a way of keeping them there or, like, you know, if you try to leave, then, you know, we'll expose you or whatever. Like, um, but it just was kind of like a gag, you know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I just felt um, that for whatever – 30 million dollars or whatever this movie it's like like this was supposed to be a movie that was like oh you know that movie was made for a million dollars yeah except they had 30 million dollars and it's like yeah you had almost too much money to make this work yeah because first of all you had too many heavy hitters As actors, it should have been like one person because that's like, see, that's what like an indie movie would have had enough money for like one well-known actor, right? They would have have picked the head chef. They would have picked the head chef and been like, all right, who are we picking? Or maybe Anna's character would have been like the heavy hitter. Um, Or they would have potentially made it like Leguizamo because they didn't have as many scenes so it's like okay you got me for like 2 days <laughs> yeah and but they would have marketed it as that person being like the lead and people yeah. would have watched it and all that all that you know which is done all the time so it's almost like they had too much money for their own good um i found that but i mean i i have to i i still appreciate uh i still appreciate like how like the amount of people i've run into in 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 the business if you will i still struggle like when people say you're a chef i'm like no i'm not a chef i'm i'm a really good cook i'm i'm a very good home cook i'm yes i'm trained but i'm not trained in savory i mean that i'm self taught mm-hmm. worked in restaurants and i've learned shit like that but being a chef is very different and um oftentimes that uh, people will, will will tell you that being a cook is, it's not as high regarded, right? When you hear the word chef, you're like, oh, it doesn't get any better than that. Chef actually doesn't, it doesn't mean you know more. Cooks tend to know more because they know a lot more. They're yeah. they are it, it, they're much more rounded in what they cook and they're they are having to cook with ingredients that are not perfect. They're learning how to, to, how to, you know, create that perfection. So there's a lot in that title. And People are like, oh, I'm such a foodie. When somebody says I'm such a foodie, I already want to hit you in the throat. I'm just like, God, don't say that. It's so cringy. It's like fur baby. I hate that. It's a cat. I love my cat more than any child I could ever have. Let me tell you. (laughs) I love her, but she's not my fur baby. It's a cat. She's a cat. She still licks her butt. Okay. (laughs) like Let's just be real about it. And so it's like, I appreciated the sort of, uh the jab at like a person who'd be like oh i have sous vide at home you know i sous vide at home it's like oh. i have a potato
1: jet at home <laughs> or whatever that thing was
0: <laughs> yeah. Potato
1: jet. what was that thing called
0: um oh god i forgot it's i forgot something jet, right? yeah i forgot um paco well, jet but yeah paco jet paco. uh that is potato jet that
1: <laughs> that would be fun <laughs>
0: Like, does it just hurl potatoes out of
1: you? Maybe it's powered by potatoes because you can power a clock with potatoes. <laughs>
0: according uh, to Penny. According to Penny. Um, yeah. Is it a trick clock
1: or a trick potato?
0: That is freaking hilarious. Um, yes. <laughs> a po- well, Paco Jet. A po- well, the- yes. I- it was awesome that they used that, right? Now, I haven't run into many people that would talk about a Paco Jet, but Suvi, yes. yes. Uh, but that's just it, right? Somebody who'd be like, oh, I have this at home. No person who does not work in high end cuisine should own a fucking Paco Jet. Like, nobody. Yeah. You have no, what like, do they there's do? no, it does a variety of things with like being able to take, God, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. See, because I'm in the world, but I'm not in the world. Like, yeah. so I'm not as, I believe it can change. Like, if you have a frozen texture, it can then turn it into like, um, <sighs> suit like i'm trying to think i think you use it a lot for like soups and sorbets mousses things like that that's very textural you would use a paco jet for yeah um and so that like it's not something you would ever need at home like ever yeah there's no need for it in fact i worked i remember i worked in a bakery that just like their main thing was cookies some cakes pound cakes whatever but it's mostly cookies and this woman had more money than she ever needed. And it was absolutely ridiculous. And I remember I came in one day and she had like a coop. I was just like, why do you have, we don't, there's nothing on our menu <laughs> that we bake that would require this. And then lo and behold, we never used it because it was just yeah. like that. Yeah. Why? And, I mean, it was like a thousand dollars. It's just like, what? the fuck it's just more of like the like oh look we look official right we have yeah. all of these toys it's like you don't need that you don't need any of that like there's there's absolutely no reason why you would need to have that uh but you know people like to uh, spend money yeah uh so i, I don't know it, it i i did appreciate that i i appreciated that that pretension there's just like far too many people out there that uh uh would be like oh, I got a RoboCoup, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I got a Paco Jet, and oh, I sous vide, I sous vide my 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 eggs this morning, and it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why did you do that? And uh, scrambled. <laughs> scrambled, scrambled, scrambled. <laughs> um, so that was that 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 was true to form. I would say that mm-hmm. that pretension is definitely true to form, and those people are so annoying. Uh, but. Yeah, it was. It's. It was almost too big for its britches, I guess. But it was still entertaining. It was still entertaining. Yeah, um, we've got some others that that I'm I'm waiting to review. So many shows that we are waiting to review are week to week. Unfortunately, Your Honor season two, yeah. um, M- Mayor of Kingstown of Kingstown, um, King- which is going to be interesting with uh jeremy renner's current condition i don't know if there was supposed to be a season three or oh, like yeah. if they would be able to be one um you know with we'll see with what's going on with him medically so who knows
1: hoping for the best for him
0: um but we did it's a, it was a show that we were just like i'm not like i don't jump to a renner film but i really liked yeah. the show and i was like this show's pretty good um and so now season two so we have to wait we're not yeah. watching that week to week. Nope. Um, we were thinking of doing. Um, oh, God. The. Shyamalan.
1: Oh, the. Uh, sh- uh, yeah. Servant. We, talk, talk about we were going to potentially
0: yeah. do that week to week. I don't know. Now we're like already, what, two, three weeks in. So I'm like, do we just wait it out? Wait it out yeah. <laughs> do we just wait it out? Um, so we kind of have to wait for that. The last of us. Yeah we're gonna have to wait that out obviously that's week to week so there's a lot well, of no, things we're gonna
1: watch that week to week
0: yeah we're waiting it out we're, well we're i mean like we're i mean we're waiting out the review because we're watching it week yeah. to week is what i meant to say sorry um so we're not
1: yeah but if any if it's if it stays the way the first time ep- i mean the first ep-
0: it's so, one episode sir so but like good. yeah
1: that first episode i would oh, it was just so good
0: well, that's going to be on paul's list for 2023 probably it'd
1: have to go pretty south it
0: could it could still
1: it still could, you never yeah. know it could be a it, look i, I mean it's pedro pascal though yeah
0: well although he was in anything. wonder woman so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he couldn't say that but
1: he did great in wonder woman his he, he was, was the best character in yeah, wonder yeah, woman his character was crazy um but yeah he uh yeah the whole the whole thing was it's it gives me like yeah, we'll see where it goes. I have a lot of, I'm very hopeful for it, you know. But you know, Walking Dead had an amazing first couple of years as well. So
0: yeah, but I, they're not going to do this for years. If it is do this HBO, for years. You know, they, oh, that's true. You know, they could Game of Thrones. I mean, there's two games now, like and
1: there'll definitely be a third game. So,
0: but isn't the point for the girl to stay young if they do this for the next seven years? She's going to be like where they twenty. Go with
1: the story, you know, I don't know but anyway
0: okay anyway we'll we're enjoying it, it yeah. so far but we'll we'll go into we'll go into the details of it uh when the time comes so um next week we're hoping to have a guest i don't want to jinx it but we're hoping to have a guest so stay tuned for that shout out
1: Mograf MoGraph. <laughs> mo Mo-Graph. Mo-Graph.
0: Mo-Graph. um if you uh if there's something you think we should watch then you know like maybe make that suggestion although we do have quite a few things on our list Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll just keep continuing with pre-production let you know how that's going um we will have to have our crew cast and crew on to do an episode we should do a giant zoom episode with everybody um
1: we should just do an episode from the after the shoot, like that. Night. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what everybody's gonna want to do after <laughs> shooting for two days straight is to just like sit you know, just talk. sit down and talk. No one's gonna want to go home.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> they're gonna want to sit and talk about we'll,
1: it. We'll pay them for Monday, and we'll just do it Monday.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's our show.
1: That is our show. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.